Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia. How are you doing today, babe? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Doing really well, really well. You know, um, I'm going to tell you, you and I have been talking a little bit about some of the stuff that we see on social media, and we have done a pillow talk in a while, and I thought this would be a <laughs> good topic to discuss. What do you think? It is a great topic. I couldn't believe that this is going on with Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, we talked to Kanye. He's he's a nice guy. He is, but you know, this doesn't surprise me. I kind of can, you can kind of see it. He seems to be kind of open with a lot of his thoughts, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, even... What I what really surprised me was like when we had our conversation with Kanye, it was like he's similar in private to what he is in public. I'll just say that. I was really Did you surprised say that? by that. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think we I mean it would I don't wanna ever I'm not gonna divulge what he talked about, what we discussed. Like I think that would be unfair to him, but I felt like I was like, oh, yeah, okay, now, yeah, I am talking to Kanye West. <laughs> I'm talking, hey, Kanye, how, okay, okay, all right, all right Kanye, you know, uh-huh. and uh, and I just respect, I love, the, you know, the way he supports uh, Powernomics and Dr. Claude Anderson, and, um, you know, and he followed through on, on the things that he said he would do, and that was cool, but it was interesting, you know, because I, I feel like the guy's just kind of, a little bit of a tortured soul. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's a little misunderstood a lot. I think people like ascribe really negative <laughs> adjectives toward him. I I don't buy I don't buy it. I just think he's he's a genius and he's brilliant and he's misunderstood. Okay, that All was right. my big takeaway from him. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're gonna run with that. That's what we're gonna run with. <laughs> and by the way, everybody, I want to welcome you guys to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Mm-hmm. Alicia Watkins. Uh, my wife and I were both college professors, in case you don't know. And uh, I'm a, a P- my my PhD is in finance. My wife is uh, a licensed therapist and a full professor of social work. And we, you know, we just we kind of figured that like. Like, like people would want to hear like some conversations that black college professors might have while they're laying in the bed when nobody's mm-hmm. around. And also, um, we believe in black love. You know, I, like I think the black man is most powerful when he's next to a black woman and, and we ain't scared to say it, you know. So that's what this show is all about in case you, you're new. Now, um, if you are new, shout yourselves out. Just say, hey, I'm new or some of that. And everybody, when you see somebody say that they're new, uh, greet them and welcome them to the family because uh, we are about black pride so let's uh, let's dive into this so okay so give me a yes or no in the chat how many of y'all you know have been kind of paying attention to some of the stuff going on with kanye and uh not just the divorce there's the divorce and then there's like the the interesting drama that's kind of happening after the divorce give me a yes or no if you've kind of been seeing that tay people says she's new by the way you should say hi to tay so hello so, tay how you doing since tay is new okay wait where are you from tay and nell <laughs> is new uh hello nell okay okay crown queen is new that's a good crown name. queen that's what's up that's right where your queen where your crown queen that's right all right yeah okay sorry so sorry we got distracted we're, just, <laughs> we're trying to impress the new people so they'll come back 
we're interesting. I think people will come back. They will be our friend. I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> and her name's Alicia. Alicia Smith. She says oh, it's about to get up. ugly. Yeah, I, I think so too. So let's back to Kanye and this. So, and the thing is, I want you guys to understand. Just as a reminder, like we're, our goal is not to sit here and gossip about Kim and Kanye's relationship because we're you know we kind of feel like our society is a little too focused on what celebrities are doing. But I but the thing the reason I brought this topic to you and I'd like to get your thoughts on this is because you you counsel couples all the time and you know and i wonder what you would say to a couple where like i saw that video you know where kanye was going on instagram okay i did not see the video can you tell okay bring me up to speed fully what's going on okay so basically it's like this you know it's it, it, it sort of to me ranges between a little bit of a jealous rampage and a concern that he's being kept out of the lives of his children mm-hmm. that's what i'm picking up and so Kanye went to social media and the shade room mm. and splats like that are all over it. He goes to social media and says he tried to get into Kim's house, but the security wouldn't let him in. And then he goes to social media again and says, I'm trying to find out where my four-year-old's birthday party is and Kim won't tell me. But then later on, it turns out that, that he was at the party, you know, and, and it's just kind of like, I, here's where I got in. Here's where I, I you know, here's where I kind of <laughs> came to you is I said, what would you say to a couple if they're going through a divorce, a delicate divorce, they have four beautiful children, and you saw that one of the spouses was going to social media every time they got pissed off about something? What would you say to them, like, in a therapy session? Yeah, I would probably discourage that. Um, I think it is It's just emotionally charged. You do things. Okay, so when you're going through a divorce, you do things you normally would never do. It just it can bring out the worst side in you or a side of you that you didn't even know even existed. So that's the first thing. So anybody going through like a very painful breakup, which it seems like that's what he's going through. I I have been, by the way, following, um, following their divorce. And I know that he did a, was it a speech or a song about how he wanted his family back? And, Uh. and you know how he, and, and it all makes sense. It makes sense for a man to want his family back and to, and to want to kind of reconcile with Kim. And then you see her out publicly with other people. That's got to be very painful for him. And we are, and I, I think that I could basically say that he's already a little unstable, mm-hmm. you know. And so this could be something that could just set him off. And so I, I am a little worried about his um, mental health and his ability um, to cope with all of these uh, very tragic changes. I mean, if you think about it, he had a horrible loss, his mother. He lost his mother um, many years ago, and that was very devastating to him. And and now he's losing another woman who's very important to him, his wife. They've been married for some time, long enough to really have like a really strong connection. So I'm sure this is probably very triggering, and it's it's sparking a lot of very intense emotions, and he's dealing with it publicly. So I think that uh, that I definitely would recommend that he just stop doing that. Keep, you know, the best thing you could do when you're going through a divorce is to publicly say, we are in a very difficult time right now. Please pray for us. Like, that's it. The details of your divorce should not be out like that. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I agree with Quina, who says Kanye hasn't been right since his mother's death. Yeah, he hasn't been right. Yeah, we, all, we all knew that. His mother, you know, Donda, she was a college professor, you know, like you, and 
Um, and Dave Chappelle's mother is a college professor, by the way. So that's that says something about these these black men and black women that are actually conscious, that are out here really saying things that need to be said. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something to be said about intelligent black people and what they do for the world. You know, shout out to the intelligent black people in the room. And um, and the thing is with 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 the with that you know going to social media thing, I can tell you know I I will say that when I was single and I was thinking about who I wanted to date next you know i didn't know i'd be dating you right i I'd literally you know I, I i knew some people and i saw some options or whatever and i thought about it and i would observe a person's behavior and my my big question always and i think this is good game and good advice for anybody who's trying to be strategic about how you create your life you know is sit back and watch somebody for a while watch them and try to watch them long enough to see how they respond when they're upset you know, um, ask them to tell you a story about, you know, let them talk about their life and, and pay attention to how they reacted when they were really, really angry at somebody. And that tells you a lot because that tells you how they're going to act if they're mad at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, there was a really pretty lady, not as pretty as you, but there was a really pretty lady that I thought about dating when I was single, you know, single and ready to mingle. And I saw her just go on social media and blast her, her husband, like blast him, poor family, all the business out there. So, you know, everybody, the trolls, everybody's going to be out there for the tea. Everybody's like, Ooh, he did what? Oh no, girl, you know, praying for you, girl, you know, whatever. But I was like, wow, wow. This shows a lot of immaturity mm-hmm. when you go. And I'm not, I'm not dogging Kanye. I'm not trying to attack him. I'm not trying to say he's wrong. Maybe Kim is the worst, most demonic woman ever you know whatever right you know like there's a whole conversation to be had about why the kardashians just scoop up all these black men i feel like you know they they do they do it for clout right they want to get next to the rappers and the basketball players so they can you know they created a billion dollar empire Wait, have you watched a reality show the voice um no I, it I, comes I across like, maybe i'm just gullible and i get sucked in. it comes across as very genuine though I like that. I like I, I before I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I had terrible I had a very negative view of the Kardashians. First of all, I didn't know who they were. They didn't really impress me so much. But when I started watching the reality show, I was really surprised at how impressed I was with this family. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like it was um and I and I see and they pub they really and it could be produced, you know, I'm well aware. And love for these men. Well, <laughs> I, I, well, that part might be true. I mean, just they're rappers, right? So yeah. that that you know, but but still, though, here's the thing, right? Like like Kim Kardashian, as much as you know, people have criticized her, which for good reason, right? She got famous from a sex tape. Let's not mm-hmm. forget that. Um. I actually have a lot of appreciation and respect for um, certain things that she's done through time, like her activism. Oh, gosh, yes. You know, she's helped people get out of prison. She actually went to law school. She, um, what was another thing she did? Oh, when Russell Simmons and I worked on that campaign in 2013, mm-hmm. Kim, the Kardashians were the first people to sign that letter for uh, to fight mass incarceration. Yeah. Like, so that's, I mean, much respect. Like, I don't, you know, so... I don't think it's like a matter of having to like be overly critical, but I think that there's like something that like, it's like they're fascinating Kim Kardashian and Kanye, but there's something like unrelatable about both of them and their families. Like, like people can't relate to the fact that the Kardashians made a billion dollars pretty much having no talent. 
just taking but selfies, she, right? What's funny is that she even admits it. She's like, yeah, I absolutely have no talent and I'm, and I'm making all this money. Like, so she's fully aware of it. You know, she's fully aware. But you don't see Kanye West very much on the reality show. So it's not like... Mm. You know, he makes uh, cameo appearances, but he's not normally there. And that was one thing I thought was really kind of fascinating. Like, they're living these separate lives. He lives somewhere out west. I don't know where he lives. And then she lives in California. So it just seems like they spent a lot of time apart. So the fact that they have this sort of disconnection that went on, it didn't seem like, I don't know, from what I could see, it didn't seem like they were together. I, I, I couldn't see how a relationship like that can happen. Same thing with like a Jay-Z, Beyonce. Even Michelle and Barack, you know, when you have two people that are each independently running their these billion-dollar empires, mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine them being able to get together in the way an intimate couple, intimate relationship does. You know, it, it's going to be unconventional. You know, and I think that what I what it's and I, and I don't knock it right like maybe maybe it's a money grab maybe it's a power play like I I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Z Beyonce was you know kind of like a thousand years ago when you know when the the prince of France would want to marry <laughs> you know the princess of Wales or, or whatever you know and then they bring their empires together and they form these powerful you know, like that like family is power marriage is power people don't understand that like mm-hmm. people think marriage is about you know like I'm gonna pick the girl with the nicest booty or the man with the most money the cutest man who dresses the nicest no it's a it's a power play too family family is power so so I get that part um I just think it would have to be like unconditional or, or sorry not unconditional, untraditional and i also really feel like like you can't like you can easily see that kanye's off script like off like script. he's always off script yeah yeah and that that is that's true but you know what that is why i like him so much we know that what we see is what we get and that's what it is i i do have a respect for that i don't know if it's that chicago sort of flavor he's got going on but it is everything he all the songs he writes, all everything that comes out of his mouth, you know it is straight from the gut. It is really how he feels and what he thinks. So guarantee maybe the lines got crossed with Kim and the information about the birthday party. But I am almost certain that he was maybe a little paranoid with her leaving him out. Maybe he feels isolated a little bit from the goings on with the children. And he's very concerned. I mean, that says he wants to make a connection with his children. And he's just worried about the fact that, um, as most men are, about what their relationship is going to be like with their children, not being with the mother. Mm, right. Well, uh, by the way, uh, you're listening to uh, Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins, where we lay against our pillows and literally talk about things that are going on. And we try to talk about it in an intelligent way. So it's not just gossipy and stuff like that. If you could do us a favor, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. You can follow Alicia at Coaching with Dr. Alicia on Instagram. Uh, or you can also go to boysandaliciatv.com if you'd like to check out our YouTube channel where we throw content up there every now and then. All right, so so let's um let's 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 kind of digress a little bit and I love talk about yeah let's <laughs> talk about what you know like what what this really means in terms of just regular people right this is Kim Kim and Kanye I what I'm seeing here is I think you know in a relationship, I see it from both perspectives, right? I see it from the perspective of the person who is outraged and decides that somehow they're going to get justice by telling the whole world how 
mean somebody else was to them, right? And I, and I, I, on that perspective, I would almost say like, why? Like, what makes you feel better about spilling all your business out in the street? I see people do it. I see people that got you know eighty followers that'll do it. Not not Kanye with millions of followers. I mean that right there's that's good. That's financially Aww. costly. Like you can have lawsuits over stuff like that. But I'm talking about you know somebody with a tiny little twitter or tiny little instagram ain't nobody watching and they go on instagram and want to tell you all about their baby daddy and how their baby daddy don't take care of the kids and whatever and i i just i feel bad for people like that but also i I feel like that's a sign of immaturity and it's like what makes you think that the people on social media really are like really caring about your situation like that anyway it's a cry for help voice it's a cry Mm. for help if you're frustrated and you can't okay suppose you can't get a hold you need to get a hold of your baby mama or baby daddy and you can't and you're frustrated they just cut you off and here's this birthday party that is that you're probably paying for (laughs) you know that you're involved in and and you can't help to celebrate that you're thinking about gosh my daughter thinks i don't love her because i'm not at her party you know, it's a panic moment for him or for many people mm. who feel kind of shut out like that. Now, I mean, if I was talking to him, I probably would say, look, why don't you throw your own birthday party? She'll just have two birthday parties. You know, there's other ways around it where you can say, hey, I wasn't at your birthday party, but you know what? You're going to have a birthday party over here. I mean, there's always there's always a solution, but it's a cry for help. And, you know, it's a way for people to, they just feel unheard. (laughs) So they just want to grab their phone and head to social media. And I'm certain that even the 80 people on your IG page can give you some support where you feel like you're not getting the support around you. Mm. Well, you know what? Um, I will say this, uh, you know, when, when you, when you talk about something like this, I mean, Everybody's talking about Kim and Kanye, and I think the best conversation we could have is one that differs from what you're seeing all over social media. And I think the way I see it is the the only purpose I would talk about something like this is because I know people out there that are in similar situations. I remember I had a friend who got, you know, like jealousy will drive you crazy. You know, jealousy will cause you to act out of character. And it's important to have you know, some sort of emotional intelligence and develop that so that when you feel it, you're not going to, it's not going to cause you to do something that's going to make you look a little bit strange, you know, and now Kanye's a a passionate guy. And I think that passion leads him to just do whatever he feels, whatever he's thinking at the moment. And and I get that. But the thing is in real life, when you're not worth a billion dollars, you can't really do that. You're not going to, you know, like like a, a man who has a job as a computer programmer who just decides he wants, I'm going to be like Kanye and just let it all out. <laughs> you know, no, your ass to be unemployed and in jail and bankrupt, you know. And so you have to put a lid on it, you know. And also remember, like with the ch- with the children, the parents are like kind of the source of stability. And, yeah. and, and you know, and I know their kids are tiny, but their kids are going to be all over the internet like everybody else in three, four years. You think he's embarrassing? They're, he might be embarrassing her and embarrassing the family. Yeah, that's what I think, right? You think I, it's just like, oh my gosh. That's what I think, right? But but, but remember, they signed up for it. They decided to ride the, to ride the wild Bronco. Mm-hmm. That's, what they, that's what they're doing. They're like, okay, we want to ride the Bronco of Kanye West because that's going to ride us to the top. 
Kanye. Oh, uh, yeah, it, I think there, there was real it, love there. It might be. It could be. I'm not gonna say it's not, but I, I, but I, I think there was. But if Kanye was broke, if he was a regular, bro- there's plenty of broke Negroes in Chicago. Kim <laughs> could have dated. No, she dated the most one of the most famous rappers on the planet. You know, and his passion definitely sets him apart. That's what lets him. That's what makes him this iconic character that he becomes. But at the same time, I think when you're talking about like regular people that are looking up to this kind of behavior, it's like no, that's not cool. Like you got kids. Oh, you're- it's a lot to look up to this. Beha- I mean, you know, you look at their life, and you look at. Uh, I mean, they they're right. They're on private jets. They can go on vacation to Italy. They can uh, just decide in a moment's notice, I'm going to go to France for a month. Like that kind of lifestyle. It, that's kind of cool. You know, it's kind of cool to to see that. I ain't going to lie. You know, like oh, right. look at where they are and what they're doing. But you know, at the end of it, they are getting a divorce. So maybe you know something wasn't something wasn't gelling together with them. But um, but you know, I think that's why you know they're so interesting to me. They're so interesting. I do follow what's going on with them. And I can, I will continue to, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's just a fascinating thing. Well, I'm like the real, real Leslie C. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a good comment. Leslie, Leslie Smith, I do not look up to this couple. Yeah. And I agree. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't look up to celebrities because I think a lot of these celebrities are mentally ill. Think yeah. about this. I mean, think about this. They, they get, they got your kids really getting relationship advice from a drug addicted rapper with eight babies, mamas, 20 STDs, a gunshot wound and a prison sentence right Mm -hmm. around the corner. Like, like it's crazy, you know? And so these people don't understand nothing about your life. They don't understand nothing about your life. They're not, they they, they don't understand nothing about trying to be (laughs) a regular, normal human being trying to survive in this world. All they know a lot of times is the wilder I act, the crazier I act, the more white people will give me money to act like a complete clown. Now that that for sure is true. I'm not certain that's the case for Kanye Kanye West, but um, that for sure is true. And I really do think that some of these um, celebrities need to look up to us because we're really the ones that are ex- well, you know exceptional. Well, remember, you don't look up to anybody. They need to look up to you know to what we all are doing. Here. Well, thing the problem is mm-hmm. that that we look up to people with power and money. We don't care how stupid they are, how crazy they are, how weird they are, because people don't know who they are. So they look at celebrities and they say, oh, I want to be like him or her because they have money and I, and I don't have their money. I want to go to France for a month. And, and the thing is, and this is the paradox that black people have to pay attention to. They reward black people. They pay black people handsomely to behave like clowns. They do. If you Wait, so, so if now you, you're getting into you're definitely digressing away from um, Kanye West and what he has. I mean, he did a whole gospel. No, album. Ka- 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 Kanye. You know, he Kanye. did a whole. So you're not talking about him necessarily. You're just talking about rappers. I, well, I'm, I have to be careful talking about him because he does know me. I have been like literally my name has been mentioned in a Kanye West song when when Tyler mm-hmm. the Creator mentioned my name. You know, and I did talk to Kanye, and I have respect. So I'm not going to talk so about him. So you're not talking about him. So I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about him specifically. No, I don't think you have to make that distinction because some of the behavior that I see is stuff where I do sit back and say, come on, brother. Like, come on, man. Like, really? You know, I mean, you know, and, and I think that what, what happens is that when they put the black man in this box where, pay attention now, pay attention. I want you all to let me know if you, if you notice this. Mm-hmm. Has any of y'all noticed that the most prominent black men that they put on like the cover of Forbes and stuff like that are either rappers, athletes, or comedians. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. Those are pretty much the top three. Mm-hmm. So it's like either you are um, entertaining white people by degrading yourself and degrading your women, you know, because remember, because hip hop don't went crazy. They they promoting all kinds of like there's, genocidal behavior. Yeah, right? There's a lot of drug addiction. Like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, you know, the athletes. OK, you're big and you're strong. You can dribble basketball. Just shut up and dribble. That's it. That You know, we don't care about your brain. It's your brawn. Like, you're, you know, it reminds me of like when you go to the circus and they show you like a lion or a bear. Right. And you're scared of the bear, mm-hmm. but the bear's in the cage so it's not gonna hurt you but you're like wow that's very true and and, and for some for some basketball i just want to put in i don't want to like categorically talk about a whole group of athletes no i see athletes doing some really remarkable things right i'm not using their money and their power to like start schools and to do some you know phenomenal inspiring work out there so Mm -hmm. i just wanted to keep yeah i'm not i'm not gonna um I'm not dissing all the athletes. I know plenty of athletes who are brilliant. Jeez, yes. Etan Thomas, you know, I talked to him the other day. That's right, but but here's, not, the, but here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing, right? But uh, Etan Thomas is six foot eight, two 260 pounds. So the thing is that in order for a black man to really get favorable attention from media or access to wealth, a lot of times he has to be six foot eight, 280 pounds, tell, mm-hmm. tell the funniest jokes <clears throat> or bust rhymes. I know plenty of black men who are also intelligent, who mm-hmm. can program a computer? Who, but they can't get jobs. They can't get opportunities at Google because Google go, will go hire an Indian man or a white man. I know black men who are great writers. I know black men who are just great fathers, just normal motherfuckers. Like ain't out here cooning and clowning and jumping up and down and mm-hmm. dribbling ball. Right. right, and and that's my point. My point is that the black men who are not athletes, rappers, or making white people laugh as comedians are being pushed to the side and then they, they give the, the media puts the spotlight on the men that are doing things that are not always in the, to the benefit of the black community, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and by the way, Philip, uh, I, I just to clear it up, uh, you said, uh, he shouted you out on the song. Actually, Kanye didn't shout me out in the song. It was Tyler, the creator. And he didn't actually shout me out. He actually said, boy, Dr. Boyce Watkins is a bitch. Cause he, <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Cause he's been mad. He's been mad since 2013. Cause I, cause I, cause I checked, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was one of the few intelligent black men who was able to be in a position to really check the rappers. You know, I, I figured out a plan to accumulate enough power and, and enough support to go check the rappers and we did as a community we checked the rappers we shut down little mm-hmm. wayne's whole mountain dew world tour and i and i'm very proud of that because not because i'm happy to see somebody lose money but anybody who thinks that it's good that the worst images of the black male are being promoted around the world is a person that probably needs to maybe go and do some research on the history of america that's mm-hmm. it. I, I can't because I can't apologize for it. You know, I know people get mad. Oh, you hating. Oh, you you trying to get you trying to mess up a black man's money. Well, I'm sorry. I, I done been around the black men who are the tell me. Anybody else tell me if, you, if you've ever seen this. You ever been around like had like a father who was a dope addict or an uncle who was an alcoholic or somebody in your family get locked up in prison for 80 years or somebody gets shot in your like right on your block, you know, and, and they act like it's normal. Like these are terrible things. And and I think that one of the things that gets to me is like, we have gotten a position where we kind of glorify all that, you know, like we, we celebrated in music, man. And it's like, it hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. 
there are some music that definitely glorifies that. And um, unfortunately, um, that gets a lot of the awards. You know, yeah. it gets it gets a lot of accolades for doing that. You're right. Yeah, like, remember, mm-hmm. remember we were watching... Um, <laughs> What? We were watching that Katy Perry video that she did um, at the halftime of the uh, of the NCAA championship. Like, I don't even I don't even like Katy Perry, right? Her but video I, was pretty good, though, it, but I it thought. was good. It was good. She's like kind of like the white Beyonce, but less talented, right? And can't dance, right? She ain't got the black girl magic. But here's the thing, right? You know what I thought about? I yeah. said, I said she didn't have to. She didn't do no twerking. She didn't have to put a banana down her throat. She didn't have to do like all the Cardi B, Megan the Stallion stuff is saved for the black woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't no white, ain't no big booty white woman run around and rapping constantly about how she can, you know, about all the nasty stuff she can do to a man in the bedroom. There's none. There is no white woman out there like that. Miley Cyrus tried it, but it didn't work for her. What now was the now one, she's back to being a regular white girl. Wait, what was the one fake white girl? Well, white girl that was acting fake black. Her, uh, she did the I'm so fancy. Oh, yeah, she was. What's her name? She was Ti's artist, and I think that something happened where she she got into it with the black community because I think it was something about using the. She was appropriating. Yes, but well, something happened. Have you seen her before and after picture? I I show that in my. I talk about. I do a, a black woman um, lecture and I show her picture, her before and after picture. Before Iggy, the music. Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Azalea, yes. There's a before <laughs> and after. I need to send it to you, boys. It's a before and after picture of Iggy before the record companies got a hold of her and what they turned her into. <laughs> I'm so fancy. Yeah. It's kind of like a slap. That song was a slap in the face to black women, though. It's like, what? You telling me you too fancy, but you're going to take our music? Like what is that? That's kind of what she was saying. It's a little, way. yeah, it's a little elitist. I didn't like it. Well, but anyway, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, 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 you know, I, I just, I don't know. I kind of think, like, I, I feel like black people are misrepresented in media, and I, it'd be okay, like, if we had media representation, plenty of media images of all the the manifestations of the black male, the black. I mean, but the thing is, think about it. Why did why why is it that when I go to inner city school? Like half the black boys want to be rappers and the other half want to be basketball players. Damn near. They all want to be the same thing. Right. Because that's all they're seeing on TV. Or, or every time we go somewhere, because our son is six, he is now six, eight. He is so tall. (laughs) Everywhere we go, they're just like, what team do you play for? Right. What basketball team do you play for? Right. And it gets on his nerves. He's like, no, I don't want to play basketball. I want to be an engineer. Like you know, and that's and that's my thing. Like, yeah. like they they position this is this is what racism does to you, and that's what I think our people don't even get it. But racism makes you get to the point where you let them put you into a box, and you end up kind of looking up to the same thing. Like people really look at some of our entertainers as like black leaders, and they're just not qualified for the job. Mm-hmm. They can sing you a song, they can dribble a basketball, but they're not. You know, and 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 so the, you know, so these, for these little boys at school, the reason all of them want to be rappers and basketball players is because that's what we're told to look up to. Now, here's what's funny: mm-hmm. when I was a kid, my mother used to tell me stories about Doctor Ben Carson. <laughs> right, 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 right. But now, now Ben Carson is, you know, it's like, oh, he's a coon because he he's a Republican. I don't give a shit. He's the, a coon because man, he says coon things. Here's the boys. thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. no. Here's the here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I, he's a, no, he's but, a but remarkable a, person. Right, Don't get me right. wrong. If you want to talk 
about Cole. some of the stuff he says, I'm just like, all right, sit down, Ben Carson. It might, right, and I don't disagree with you, but here's the thing: Barack Obama says things too that gets on get on my nerves. Like, yeah, like I don't too. like I don't get into the Democrat Republican stuff. To me, I want to look at the parts of you that I can appreciate. When I see Barack Obama, I see a man who was at the top of his class. I see a high achiever. Oh yeah. I see I see a guy where I would turn to my son and say, son, look at how hard he worked. He went to Harvard. He busted, but he married a beautiful black woman. He has some beautiful black kids. He's representing his family in a way that exhibits intelligence and discipline, uh, responsibility. That's what you want in your own manifestation. That, of that. image was right. really remarkable. Right, right, right. So, so flip it, though. But flip it. Dr. Ben Carson, one of the top surgeons on the freaking planet. Yeah. Born, born poorer than poor. Yep. A teenage mother. His, I think his mom was 13 when she gave birth to his 13. Couldn't read. And his mama, his strong, amazing black mother said, my son is going to be successful. And in spite of dodging gunshots and and heroin needles and everything else, she got her son through school and made him into one of the best surgeons on the planet. If you can't be inspired by that, if you're going to let this Democrat-Republican nonsense keep you from being inspired by that, mm-hmm. something's wrong with you, but you're going to turn... And I point, hate that. Wait, wait, I, wait, I, wait, I hate wait, that wait, a lot wait, of this. Let me okay, finish point. <laughs> what makes me mad, though, right, is we'll reject something like that, but then everybody will turn to some rapper who can't even spell his mama's name, as disrespecting women, peeing on his damn children, ain't, ain't, ain't paid child support out here getting high and drunk every day and be like, well, I look up to him because he a Democrat. And, and then you wonder why so many people in our community are like blind, deaf, dumb, and, and crazy. Go ahead. You can talk now. I right, Thank you for letting me get that out. I appreciate so, it. So I digress. Go ahead. You do hold, digress. Hold, hold so what you're saying, what are you doing? Go ahead. Share, share your point. I got okay. You. So so boys, what you're saying is that we're giving too much emphasis on rappers and not enough emphasis on really intelligent families. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> Let me see what the chat says. How can they say, okay, L. Ray is saying, how can they say you you cheat women? Is that true? I don't know who cheats women. Uh, wait, is Dr. Ben married to a black woman? I don't know. I don't know who he's married to. Okay. God bless our babies with shared parenting. Parental alienation. Yeah, parental alienation is real. Okay, Alicia says, I get offended when white people ask my son, what game does he play? Yes, I get very offended by that too. He's 10 years old. I probably probably say none. Oh my goodness. You know how expensive it is to get your child into sports? I mean, just the football camp. I'm thinking, okay, a couple of hundred dollars for a football camp. The football camp was like a thousand, over a thousand dollars and stuff, just for a football camp. No, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't spending that money. Yes, Doctor Ben. Doctor Ben is married to a black woman. Hmm. Is he? I, I don't know. Who I didn't think is. he was. Maybe but we can Google. Maybe we can Google Ben Carson's Google wife. Him? And um, hit the thumbs up button while I Google Ben Carson. Everybody. Hit the thumbs up button. I'm gonna find you out. You want me to do it since you got your phone? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that you know, it's like I don't think anybody has to agree with Ben Carson's politics, right? And 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 feel like okay, I'm gonna be a Republican too, like him. No, I'm. I just think that it's kind of. I don't like when other people control our narrative. That is not his wife. That is his wife. Wait, what's wrong with the picture? Okay. No, nothing wrong with the picture, but I don't. 
Oh. That's his wife, really. Yeah. I mean, you I know. Sworn I saw a different picture. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's when we miss out on the opportunity to hear from really intelligent black people because mm-hmm. some white guy told us that we we're not allowed to talk to black people who are Republicans. You know, I don't like that. I think that that's, you know, like, it's like, it's my right to, like, I can appreciate you without feeling like you and I have to be on the same, in the same political party, you know, and, and truth is, truth be told, and the intelligent people will get this, you know, people who are not cheap will understand what I'm saying. You can learn from people of all political backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You- the thing is, is, I mean, I definitely respect Ben Carson as a, um, you know, as a physician and doing all those wonderful things. But, you know, some of the th- stuff he said was a little bizarre. Well, to me. It, 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 I it, think, it, it's bizarre because you're not a Republican for sure. Yeah, right? because he talked about teaching your children about race and about racism was child abuse. He mentioned he mentioned something like that, and I'm just like, okay, Ben Carson. Okay, so and you're I, getting over into areas you don't. Okay, you don't. I, I can, it's I, like me commenting on the stock market. I can't comment on the stock market. I'm gonna sound like a total idiot because that is not something I'm qualified to even mention. Okay, so it's just like it doesn't make sense to me. I I, I don't disagree, right? <laughs> I, I think that we can lay all ideas on the table, but here's another way to look at it. Yeah, maybe instead of just condemning a person's perspective. Maybe you say, well, what do you mean by that? You know, and, I, and I'm going to tell you what, I listen to my Democratic and Republican friends. And what my Republican friends kind of say. Abuse is right, what he said. Right, well, I agree. But the <laughs> thing about really. it, well, the thing about it is that, that treating, teaching black people that were nothing but victims, that is abusive. That like when you, if you're, you have to be really careful when you talk about race. I talk about racism all the time. Mm-hmm. But one thing I make sure I do not do is to somehow convince a black person that, you can't accomplish things on your own because of racism. Because what happens is that's not what if no, you, no I, one's I don't, saying. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But but here's what I'm saying mm-hmm. though, right? I think that if you're not careful, you get these people out here. I know so many people. How many of y'all know people like this who literally don't take care of any responsibilities in their life, and then they blame it all on racism? It's like, well, why didn't you? Why aren't you taking care of your kids? Well, because of racism, or they'll get. That's ri- not what Ben Carson was saying. Well, he wasn't okay. saying that, but I'm saying that that might be my interpretation of, of a way to look he, at that. He statement. needed to have articulated that, right? Maybe, know. perhaps, perhaps. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend this man's, you know, political point of view, right? Politics is a fickle issue, but I do think that we lose a lot as a community when we decide we're going to throw somebody out into the trash i didn't say throw them out into the trash see that's the thing it's like we got to be careful with our language to be because when i'm saying something and you're hearing something different that's how all these confusions happen i said i gave him acclimates about his physician things that he is good at he studied for a long time he's perfected you know the best there that can be so what i'm saying is that there are areas where you just you know, maybe there's some things to be learned about it. Maybe there's nuances. And so to make blanket, you know, these concrete blanket statements, I think, get you in trouble. Yeah. Well, well, what I'll say is at the end of the day, the way I evaluate a person like Carson or an Obama or anybody Mm -hmm. is, uh, and somebody actually asked about Larry Elder, which I think is very different from the way I view like a Ben Carson. Um, Mm -hmm. Good, good question, Amber. Um, I don't like Larry Elder. You know, I can't relate to Larry Elder. But I can relate to Ben Carson. And the reason I can relate to Ben Carson but not Larry Elder is because I see Ben Carson as an intelligent, hardworking person who is just taking the position he's taking because I believe he truly care. He truly wants to see black people succeed. 
You know, he just has his own sort of approach to it. Whereas Larry Elder comes off to me as, a, as an opportunity. He, he comes off to me in a way, I, I have an issue with him for maybe the same reasons I might have had an issue with Obama. Okay, wait a minute. Right? When you say Larry Elder, you know what image comes to my mind? This mind? man with these big, thick sideburns <laughs> with glasses. Is that Larry Elder or am I getting him mixed up with someone else? I can't remember. I, I mean, I don't. Well, I don't. What I mean, like? I, I don't think he has sideburns. I think he wears glasses. Okay, maybe I'm. I'll, I'll, find, I'll find his picture. You're just throwing a name out there, boys. I don't even know. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But Who's I'll Larry say. Elder? And I think I don't know. I, th- I bet Larry Elder. He comes off also like. And, he, am I getting he, him mixed like up? Like he doesn't have a black wife. Ah, ah, yep. Oh, bingo. See, I told you. Like you can peg Wait, it. Is that Larry Elder? Okay, I was thinking somebody totally different. Well, this, I'm glad I. Oh wait, he's got an ex fiance. This. This um, we'll we'll share the pictures that we see else, so y'all can kind of laugh with us. Okay, bring me up to kind of be like, like I, I like when I look at Ben Carson, I hear a guy that is there's Larry with his ex fiance. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. All but, right. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, her ex fiance, uh, oh, she made some allegation about a gun. Let me see. He pulled a gun out on her. I don't know. She says, um, in twenty fifteen, the late the day in late uh, April twenty fifteen was to be a double celebration. Larry Elder would get his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, then be married on the spot to his radio producer in love, Alexandra Datik. But Datik today recalls that plan as a fleeting high point. In an 18-month relationship that turned to Stormy, that that alleges Elder controlled her finances and subjected her to verbal and emotional abuse. Mm. The troubled partnership between the radio talk show host and his one-time girlfriend exploded into public view Thursday. As Elder continued to lead a pack of contenders who hoped to replace Governor Gavin Newsom in the California recall election. Oh, oh this is back in April. Okay. Politico reported that the relationship devolved to the point where Elder allegedly checked to see whether his 45 revolver was loaded. During a heated argument with Dad Tig. Oh, that's yeah. very threatening. Yeah. Yeah, I would run. I don't know. Becky ran. What's her name? Dad Tig. Oh, that's her last name. I don't know. Oh, Dad Tig. Yeah, she needed to run. Well, somebody pulled out their gun in the middle of an argument. Yeah, remember, Kanye's a Republican, too. Uh huh. Remember when he came and he was doing the whole, like, is Trump he really stuff? a Republican, you think? Or is he just kind of, he's a little kind of his own. Little I think he's really a Republican. Category. I think he's really, because remember, he talked about slavery. In a way that it was um, a choice that made people very yeah. Upset. See, I'm defending him again because I'm thinking that is he's just a misunderstood person. I don't think he meant it like. So you agree? It wasn't you a agree choice. That slavery was a choice. Or you... I agree to um, on a certain level. He's right. Okay. On a certain level, he's right. Well, if you read um, like every Wednesday night, you guys know we're reading Black Labor, White Wealth in the Doctor Boyce Book Club, which, by the way, you can join it for free at Doctor BoyceWalkins.com. Um, Dr. Claude Anderson explains that part of the reason that they um, made black people slaves is because the Native Americans felt like slavery was a choice. Black, maybe black people didn't. Um, you know, like we felt that, okay, being a slave and being alive is better than being dead, you know, as a free person or he, whatever. He called slavery peculiar, a very peculiar arrangement that is like no other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and with, with Dr. Anderson, you know, so with that argument, you know, if you if you it try to enslave someone who says, "I'd rather die than be a slave," mm-hmm. well, then some would say that slavery is a choice for that person, but it's a very difficult choice. 
you know, and I think with Kanye make, you know, making that comment, a lot of people just instantly reacted. And I think, I think that the people that instantly reacted and instantly got angry were probably those that just couldn't really process what he was talking about. Kanye was speaking as a free man. You know, Kanye is at least a little bit off. He's, he's, he's definitely said, does things that I think are a little undisciplined, but Mm -hmm. one thing that makes people upset about him is that he does operate as a completely free human being. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, he has to be the way he is because he's an artist and all of that creativity, (laughs) all that creativity um, that's in him, he has to kind of remove himself from a lot of different things that will kind of squish his creativity. So you do need to release yourself from all sorts of labels and, and uh, definitions and uh, constraints in order to be as creative as he is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that him saying it like that, like slavery is a choice. I think that was a wrong way to say it. Yeah. But I think that we have to understand that there are a lot of areas where we feel like we have no choice, but we do have a choice. Like some people think like, like if you ask somebody, hey, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you why don't we why don't you spend time with your kids today? They'll say, oh, I don't have a choice. I got to go to work. Well, you really ain't got to go to work like mm-hmm. you were trained to believe that you had to go to work because that that was your indoctrination since birth. But there are plenty of people who don't go to work every day. Yeah, right? and, and inherent in us is this will to live inherent in all of us as human beings. It's all of us. We all have a self-sustaining will to live. And that will to live is just, I have, I'm in slavery. You know, I'm in, sla- yeah. I'm a slave. I have this will to live and maybe there's hope that I'll, one day I won't be in slavery. So, I mean, those are some self-sustaining things that make people want to just, you know, go go with it for as much as you're forced to go with something. Remember mm-hmm. 25 years ago when we went to go see that terrible movie, Beloved, um, and Oprah. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey was in the Oprah, audience. Oprah was in the audience. Yeah. I, so, Oprah and Stedman, remember? Yeah. So how many of y'all remember the movie Beloved? with Oprah Winfrey and Danny Glover. What a hell, heck of a movie that was. <laughs> I thought it was a good movie. I mean, it was really it was really interesting. Did anybody remember that movie Beloved? I mean, it was it was really so bad. We went to the premiere and for some reason because it was the premiere, it was just all exciting with Oprah right there in the audience. Yeah, well, we didn't know Oprah was going to be there, but she just walked in and everybody started clapping. Yeah, but anyway, so there's this movie <laughs> Beloved and I want to um I, brought, I thought about this movie with, with Kanye's statement that slavery is a choice. Yeah. Because remember when Oprah uh, had the baby and they wanted to get the baby and make the baby a slave? What did she do? She killed the baby. Right. She killed the baby. Yeah. And that was, to me, an example of a hard choice. Of the choice, mm-hmm. right? Like, she had a choice. This is a terrible choice. <clears throat> you know? So it's like, you know, like, okay, you, you know, I had to make my baby a slave because I had no choice. Well, no, but she's basically showing, no, you had a choice, mm-hmm. right? She said, my choice is I'm not going, no, my kids will not be slaves, period. So I think that that's what um, I think people should at least acknowledge is that if you go to any free society in history that's ever had to defend their freedom, they always felt that slavery was a choice because you had people that died to defend their freedom. So they they said, my choice is I will die before I let you, you know, conquer me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I do. So I don't think Kanye's statement was off. off yeah, base. on a certain level, it is, it is accurate. But, you know, there's, there's other ways to look at that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think the conclusion with the Kanye stuff, I mean, I know we started talking about this and all and everything. Y'all digress. Yeah, if you all know anything about our pillow talks, y'all know we we go all <laughs> around the world and back. Um and by the way, that's what the show is. It's pillow talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia. Dr. Alicia's website is coachingwithdralicia.com. Um, she's a licensed therapist and a full professor of social work. So feel free to go to her website. Uh, and also hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, so the conclusion, in my view, mm-hmm. in, in terms of what I gained kind of from watching this kind of thing unfold with Kanye and Kim is, you know, I just want to tell people, you know, like, look, you know, first of all, if you're seeking a relationship, I think you want to seek a mature relationship. Because, you know, I understand Kanye's upset and mad and all that, but mm-hmm. it wants to go on social media because he, he's this free-thinking person that just is very passionate and everything. I, I respect that. But you're not a child anymore. You're 42. And you have little children who are affected by everything you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think I, it would it would broke my heart if my daddy was out on Instagram talking shit about my mama. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but how many of y'all would have been, like, upset if you were seven years old and you are watching your parents get on Instagram live and fighting it out. Mm-hmm. Like that would just be like, I'd be like, you know, I, but I don't think, I think this is just a transition for him. This is new territory. This is probably the very first birthday since the separation. And I think that um, it's just difficult thing to just kind of adjust to. And I'm thinking that maybe the next birthday, it won't be so bad. They're ironing out, ironing out the kinks here and how things are going to be. What's the parenting plan between the two? How are you going to deal with birthdays? How are you going to deal with how major holidays and major celebration? You have four children together. They're going to get married one day. They're going to graduate from college or I don't know, have special occasions where both the two of them will always be tied to each other for the rest of their lives and the rest of the lives of their children. So um, this is just an adjustment. I think he's just adjusting to single life because you he's been married for some time. So he's used to being married and now he has to learn who's Kanye West as a single person now, not even a single person who's Kanye West as a divorced father of four children. That's what he has to get adjusted to. His his um, estranged wife is now moving on and dating other people, I think. You can see her pictures and stuff with other men. And so he's reacting to that. And so he has to adjust. And he's probably still loves her, I'm thinking. And he still probably has mixed feelings about wanting to be with her. And all of this is just coming out. So I think he should give, he should be um, compassionate with himself. We all need to be compassionate with other people who are going through hard times and just kind of, if anything, just send each other encouragement and hopefully they will get through this and it will be just a bump in the road, but pretty soon it'll be pretty smooth. Okay. So I don't want to talk about Kanye anymore. I'm just talking about Kanye, but in reference to what... Um, was a normal process of people who are going through a divorce. Right. So mm-hmm. to me, I think... Using Kanye as an illustration. I, I don't doubt what, what you're saying about Kanye and the adjustment. I, I think it's... By the way, Fern Ray says she sent you an email and she's waiting for a response. An so email. Fern, okay, Fern well, go, go to Alicia's website and you can fill out the intake form at uh, coachingwithdralicia.com. Yeah, um, I'll get back so, to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... um. You know, I I, I get it, right? It's hard. It's hard for everybody. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. I think as a parent, my view 
is that while you might be going through your own stuff, you got to hold it together for your children. Oh, yeah, it's hard to right. do. <laughs> so I, I totally get it. Everything you're saying about how he's feeling and it's stressful and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's no amount of stress. I can just tell y'all right now, there's no amount of stress I can feel in my relationship with Alicia that would allow me to embarrass the family by going out and airing our dirty laundry on social media. Like, if we talk about, you know, what, you know, us as a couple, we'll do it in a way that is appropriate for public consumption. I'm not going to be like, well, let me tell you what this raggedy blankety blank did. <laughs> You know, and I'm just I'm saying like people go to social media like they tell them on somebody like like I'm going to go tell I'm going to tell my followers that you 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 abuse me or that you did this and did that. I think I, I'm 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 kind of in favor of that. The Kim Kardashian approach to this where it's like this is our family. This is private. Like, chill out. Let's grow up. I'm sure she's very stressed right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's that's the part that I think. And that's what I'm going to say to anybody. It's like if you are thinking about dating somebody. And you get any hint that they're the kind of person that's going to go and flap out about all your personal business if they're not happy, then don't date that person. Don't marry that person. You know, even if it's a person that likes to go and tell the whole family about how they're upset about the relationship. Like, I don't I don't think that works either. So I just, that's the part I think that really gets me is like, I think that we especially in some, especially these public relationships. But everybody's a little public now because everybody has social media. It's almost like it's made a lot of people like act like kids. Mm-hmm. And I just feel sorry for these poor children that are growing up in this world where the adults are just wilding out like that. Where I could be in my mama's Instagram live <laughs> commenting on what she said about daddy. Yeah, like, yeah, F that, F that new. He ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. Tell him, mama. Tell him, mama. Yeah, I mean, come on, Wait, man. Wait, does that happen? Has that ever happened? Well, you know, you do have some interesting alienation scenarios. I think, I think about, um, like, I, you know, just in terms of public stuff. I, I the stuff at Fifty Cent and his son makes me really sad. You know, where it's just like, you know, he's he's blasting out on his son and saying this and saying that, and the mother's coming back with her response, and it's just kind of, kind of weird to me. Um, um, you know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. My parents, when I grew up, my parents were the adults. And they made it clear that adults don't behave like children. Mm-hmm. They they were big into the stability piece. Sure, they, they, there's probably some emotional gaps that need to be met or f- fulfilled because they didn't always react to how they felt. You know, like daddy might be mad, mom might be mad, but they're not going to, they didn't argue in front of the kids. That was one thing they never did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I just think, you know, the question is, like, if you get married or you date somebody, what is the code of behavior? What is the appropriate procedure to express your grievances that is going to preserve this sacred institution called family? And I don't think enough people have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all a lot of it's linked to, um, I believe what I believe is the deliberate destruction of the black family. I think that that they really don't want black families to be solid and strong and mature okay yeah i think sometimes our parents aren't at our best aren't at their best and they and they react and they do and they say things that if they would just calm down they never would say (laughs) so yeah you do and i was talking about how someone such as kanye west doesn't have that filter 
you know, where you just filter things through. It's almost like you have a thought and a feeling and boom, there it is right there. You're just going to go on out with it. So I, I do think it takes a, a high level of maturity to just sit with yourself a little bit and refrain from doing <laughs> uh, to things and then you know what happens with I mean we can even use Kanye West as an illustration I think what happens is that a lot of times he'll end up having to go back and apologize like mm. there have been many times that he's just talked <laughs> he's just talked and said stuff and put his foot in the mouth in his mouth and then he has to go back and say you know I'm really sorry about that I really didn't mean to do that or you know that's what it that's what ends up happening you end up having to just like um, make amends and try to make it right because you didn't stop and think you, you didn't have the impulse control. Yep. Impulse mm-hmm. control issues. That's what S Cleveland said. I think that's a oh, good, really? Someone said mm-hmm. that? Yeah, Go ahead. impulse control issues or she did. I'm sorry. So she, 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 is, she, looks, she looks very smart. She got she her, very smart. She got her, um, what do they call it? Capping gown. That's what's up. Very nice. Proud of the graduation. Love you girl. Proud of you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Let's. uh, Well, that's. I think that's a good tune to end the conversation on. Um, It was great talking to everybody. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us uh, for this week's Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia. Dr. Alicia, her website is coachingwithdralicia.com. You can follow her on Instagram at coachingwithdralicia, and of course, I'm boycewalkins.com. If you want to know more about me, and God bless you guys. Hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, all that stuff before you go, and. and be smart. Be smart in your life. Make good choices. Um, you deserve to be happy. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone.